it going, Paul Republic? It is Paul Dilatory coming at you. Man, I got some exciting news for you. I uploaded my YouTube video. Woo! So this is very exciting because I never thought I would get into the game of uploading YouTube videos on a regular basis. Now I am looking at my YouTube page on my computer and I'm just thinking, I want to call it something different. I want to call it, I want to call it by something that everybody can understand. I want to come up with a title. And right now it's just my username. Before it was just my full name, now it's my username. But I want to make it something, I want to make it something catchy and I like I like the fact that I came up with this is Paul Dilatori on my radio show. So maybe I should title my YouTube channel this is Paul Dilatori. And I want to get your guys' feedback. What do you think I should do? Should I call it just my regular name, Paul Dilatori? Or should I call it how about this? Should I call it this is Paul Dilatori? Should I just call it that? Should I just te- should I just have that as a channel name? Let me let me know guys because I then have to change the name on Google, which is kind of a process because it takes a couple hours or days and you can't change your name too frequently, which is really strange. I don't like that feature. Google. Google, if you're listening, please do me a favor and maybe reconsider that. But if there's a very valid reason as to why that is, then then that's fine, you know? Like that's fine. So Today's topic is going to be about free time versus work time. What is free time? But then what is work time? Let's get right into it. So free time versus work time is kind of hard to understand because if I have free time, is it really work time? And if I have work time, is it really free time? The reason why is because when you're working on something that you like, that you love to do, is that considered your work or is that considered just something I like to do on the side? So this is going to depend heavily on your lifestyle and where you're at right now and where you want to be. Seems very easy, very, very simple to understand, but it can be extremely difficult and you will get into a lot of arguments with people close to you and a lot of people... If you don't if you don't figure if you don't figure out how to balance free time versus work time it it is you ah oh, you're ah oh, the the problems that you'll run into are so difficult and it'll be hard for a lot of people to work with someone that doesn't figure that out so first you want to know what do I love doing what is my thing what is my favorite thing I love to do in life So that has a broad range. That can be from, I love listening to music, or I absolutely love playing an instrument, or I love surfing, I love, you know, scuba diving, or I love jumping out of airplanes, or I wanna cure cancer, or I love learning. Just keep it very simple. Reason why you wanna keep it simple is because you wanna pinpoint the one thing that is attractive to you and then start there and start going backwards. What I mean by going backwards is actually look and see what place is it coming from deep inside. Okay, here's the exciting part. Okay, I want you to tune in and listen carefully. 
when you've gotten to the core of where that feeling is coming from, you start to build, I kid you not, you start to build the point, you start to build the point that work time and free time begin to balance. What I mean is you start understanding, okay, what are the things that I wanna work on versus what are the things that I just love doing for fun and just on the side? And you start to really see, okay, because sometimes it may seem like it's free time to somebody else, but then it is actually someone's livelihood and someone spends their life doing that one thing, even though to others it may seem like free time. For example, let's say scuba diving. Okay, free, scuba diving is really fun. I love scuba diving for like, you know, going to do that because it's recreational, whatever. But then somebody's actually gonna spend their life and dedicate it to scuba diving all the time as either a dive instructor or a construction worker under the water. Uh, you know, a lot of the scuba diving jobs, right? Okay, you wanna be a scuba diver, you wanna be a doctor, you wanna be a lawyer, uh, engineer. Of course, you can go down the list, career list. Does that make sense? So, once you figure that out, and you realize, okay, what I wanna do is something that aligns with what I like, here's where it gets crazy. As you start building relationships and building connections in that community, as you start to really figure out, okay, who can I hang around to learn about this certain thing, this certain trade, you start to understand, okay, am I gonna wanna work for somebody or am I gonna be actually the boss of the whole situation? Am I gonna run the show? Am I gonna be a leader? And that's when balancing free time and work time becomes extremely crucial to figure out that, to figure out whether you are a natural leader or a natural follower. And it's, it's really difficult because seriously, there are people that we need to do the jobs that nobody else wants to do, but then we also need people in those leadership positions that people are scared of doing. We need that balance, right? So, when you come across a mistake in your life, anything that goes wrong, remember this. It can absolutely never ever, and it will not derail you from what you love doing in your life. Because of that, that is enough motivation for you to really understand what is free time to you and what is work. And, You'll build an honest and true relationship with the people around you, and you'll naturally gain respect without having to do much. This is seriously not an easy process because you'll you'll hit roadblocks in your life when you're when you're trying to do something that you want to work on, and people are absolutely criticizing you and bashing you and under and trying to really get under your skin because they see you doing something that you like and they haven't figured it out themselves so they're just gonna try to dig under your skin. It's the hardest thing to figure out. But once you've got it, once you've figured it out, it's really, you can, you have to, you ha it's like a, you have to aim. You have to be precise and think, I don't wanna aim this way, so I'm gonna aim in the other direction. I'm gonna ignore the negative energy and I'm gonna go completely around it. Like, think of a massive thunderstorm of 
insanity and torrential madness that is all the negativity and negative thoughts and people with negative vibes sending com, coming your way, right? All you got to do is steer away from it, fly over it, and get away from it. Fly the other direction and just avoid it completely. And when you do that, you'll, you'll understand the, the ability of the third option. In other words, when people say you could either you can either live or die, live with this or die, two choices. Well, there is a third option that will be able to balance the two very well. And when you figure out that there's a third option in life, that that's the beauty. That is what is so beautiful to me about waking up every day and just doing things on my level, doing things on a really fun, exciting level that I love to do. And I find my little niche that way. I find my little niche that way, but there is something that's gotta guide me along the way. And that guidance is moral clarity and principled understanding from the deep roots of me as a person, as a human being, and what guides me every day. So there's where you can follow a belief system. You can follow a religion, but really it's more of a relationship with something that's bigger than you and but not a human being not another human being because no other human being smarter no smarter or better than you because they started in the same place like you did okay so seriously and you can worship anything in your life I mean but to be honest with you if you just have a principled understanding and a natural understanding of how we work as people, waking up every day and going to sleep, you know, eating, working, and then maybe taking a rest for a little bit, you know, chilling out, chilling out, taking a sip, sipping on a margarita. Like, okay, yo, check this out. Like, it is actually really easy to understand. And uh, figuring it out, yeah, it's hard in the, in the actual process, yeah. Like, waking up every day and thinking, okay. Uh, should I work on this YouTube video or should I edit this or should I uh, practice? Should I uh, do what this person's telling me? Or, I just want to smack him in the face and stuff like absolutely, you know, destroy him. Whatever. Like, yo, I get it. It's, it's crazy. It's difficult. But let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you that once you know what you like, you're good. Yeah, and I've t I told you that already. So. You know what to do. You know what to do. You know what to do. It is time to go out and have an amazing day. Go out and work on something that you love. Keep working on what you're doing and or change it. You know what? I could I could be the motivational guy that says all the motivational shit, but really I just want to keep it consistent and be like, "Hey, just you got it. You got it, pal. Okay? I want to take in some calls that I just recently got from a couple people. And you have the chance of being featured on my radio station at any time. Okay? Alrighty. Go ahead and call into my station and leave a comment. Say something awesome. Feature something about you. Say something about yourself. Or bring up a topic that I can bring up on my station and it can actually have a voice on Anchor. Let's go and share the station. Make it viral. Do what you can to help me out. And uh, 
yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Like, I'm just, I'm really just some guy, guys. Come on, I'm literally, come on, come on! Oh, the marimba. Yeah, I know that instrument. I actually heard one of those instruments in a couple of concerts I went to uh, last year. Uh, somebody played it in a jazz concert that I went to. And I thought it was kind of cool. It reminds me a lot of a xylophone, because I know it's very similar to that. And I remember studying about the marimba and some other percussion-like instruments in a jazz history class that I took in school once. James, oh my God, it's Pope Delatore. How are you doing? Oh my God, I'm trying to speak so fast because I'm. Whoa, I'm speaking like crazy. Hey, how's it going, James? I am feeling amazing. Okay, so, James, the marimba is actually, actually quite different than the xylophone. The xylophone is a very high-pitched version, if you will, of the marimba. Think of, um, think of ragtime. What I'm trying to say is. A marimba is a very low instrument. It's a very intense instrument because the bars are significantly bigger and they're significantly wider and definitely way deeper than a xylophone if you can tell by the sound right here. If you actually want to learn about the marimba and the instrument I literally just played, go check out my professor at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, which is his name, Dr. Timothy Jones. I'll say it again, Brosif. It is Dr. Timothy Jones at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, and he gave a TED Talk. He gave an entire TED Talk dedicated to the history of the marimba. All you got to do is go on TED Talks somewhere on YouTube or on the actual website of TED Talks and look up the history of the marimba, Timothy Jones, and you will find it. Okay, that is history of the marimba, Timothy Jones. Okay, so let's go to our next caller.
But before I do, I just want to say a big thank you to James for calling into my station. And one little side note. All, everything I just played for you was on the marimba. The, the marimba can actually be very low, but it can also be very high as well. Like, how do I explain that in more technical terms? It has a very awesome range. It has a range that is beautiful. And you can go to very high notes and sound like the xylophone and actually cover notes of the xylophone. Or you can have that beautiful low end awesomeness. Okay, so you'll learn more about it when you go check out that TED Talk. Thank you. Let's go to the next call. Hola, Juanito, ¿cómo tú estás? Te voy a enseñar a hablar más español que veo que tiene que te necesitas práctica. Así que nada. Dime, ¿qué más te gusta? ¿Arroz con frijoles? ¿Te gustan los arroz con frijoles? Si no te gustan los arroz con frijoles y te gusta más McDonald's, no eres cubano, mi hermano, ¿ok? Ok, guys, if you're wondering what he just said, he just told me in Spanish that if I eat McDonald's and I don't eat, and I don't eat, what's it called? Arroz con frijoles is rice with beans, you know what I'm saying? Like black beans, probably, with some rice on the side or together, you know, mix it up, whatever. I'm basically not Cuban if I can't eat those things. Well, here's the thing. I've been exposed to that diet so much and I absolutely, uh, dude, I am a, I'm a white boy. Like, I'm a white kid. I don't like McDonald's, even though that's something that maybe white guys like. I don't think so. That's not true. I don't really know. But I don't like McDonald's and I don't like, I don't like rice or beans that much. But I am still Cuban because I'm born of Cuban immigrants like 100%. cubano, chico, que cosa más grande. Pero yo estoy alegre que tú llamases en mi station. Que cosa más grande. Gracias. Guys, if you're also wondering what Juanito means, Juanito basically is a Spanish baby name. It can mean like as like you're a gracious gift from God or like you're some funny guy or you can be like a sarcastic uh, thing like you're a stupid person but you're always funny and you know, you're a funny person. It, like, it can be an insult or a compliment. It's really weird. I, I don't understand it. That's why Spanish is just for me, like, yeah. But I speak it and uh, yeah, if you want to leave a call in in Spanish, because you know Spanish, or tu hablas español, tu puedes llamarme en español, por favor, llámame, y por favor, que cosa más grande, porque yo siempre voy a hablar en inglés. In my, sta in my station, porque yo necesito conectar con la persona que habla en inglés. Um, yo soy americano, so si tienes un mensaje en, en, en español, tú puedes llamarme. Yo puedo ponerte aquí en este, en este, uh, ¿cómo se dice? ¿Cómo se, estación? Yo puedo ponerte aquí y también tú puedes tener un mensaje que yo puedo, yo puedo decirlo en inglés para la persona atenderlo y, ten, y podemos tener un, una, una buena discusión de, de, de tu quiere. Tú, tú puedes llamarme en español y yo te puedo dar tu mensaje en inglés para, para la persona aquí en nuestra, ¿cómo se dice? Anchor, mi, mi, mi podcast, my, my freaking podcast, yo, what's up? Okay, I'm going in my white boy status because I literally am a white boy. I'm from Ohio, though. What? <laughs> that was a Jake Paul reference. Oh, man. Why did I do that? Why? Oh, damn. Okay, I'm not going to get into that. But I just want to say thank you for calling into my station in Spanish. And you can call in 
in Spanish as well. Okay? Alrighty, thank you so much for listening to This Is Paul Delatore. I'm going to let you guys go because you guys need to go do something important because y'all are busy and y'all deserve to get the most time out of your day and have an amazing, beautiful, fantastic rest of it. Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much for listening to This Is Paul Delatore. I'm out.